Hello, my name is YC, and this is the first episode of our series on local business owners. And today we're joined by Kevin, the founder and owner of Vegetables, a vegan restaurant in Cavajim. Thank you very much for joining us today. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. What did you do before Vegetables, and how did Vegetables come about? Okay, um, so. Before Vegivores, I grew, as you can tell from my accent, obviously I grew up in Northern Ireland. Um, I say, yeah. So I went to uni there and mm-hmm. then I finished that and then I went and did a little bit of traveling, lived in New Zealand for a while. Um, and while I was growing up, I always worked in hospitality and bars and restaurants mm-hmm. and all of that. And then I came back from traveling and had to get what we'll call a proper job. So I got a job in a bank um, and I spent 10 years working for two major high street banks um, in business and commercial banking. So I got to meet loads of small business owners um, and I used to see all the weird ways that people made their living and I thought to myself, you know what, I could do that someday. Um, so then in answer to your question about how Vegivores came about, I um, myself and my wife kind of at home went through a couple of years of, of eating less and less meat, mainly for health reasons. Um, and anytime we went out and we wanted to eat veggie food, we just, we couldn't find anything that excited us really. And we thought, you know what, there has to be an easier way um, or a better way. So I, I set about doing some research on setting up a vegetarian food brand effectively. Um, through that, I encountered some vegan recipes and, um, and then I started to learn about veganism, what it stands for, what it's about. And I thought, you know what, that resonates with me and that's how I want to live. So the business was born. That is actually quite inspiring, I must say. You know, you know, you are you used to be, you, were you a banker back then? Yeah. So, you know, going from a sort of like more corporate, proper, serious job um, setting into something that's more entrepreneurial. You're on your own, you know, there's less uncertainty. I mean, you look at numbers and screens all the time back in the days. Now you're looking at all the recipes and stuff. Do you think that all that, you know, all that experience, you know, you've been in banking and sort of like facilitate that and helped you to grow the business then? Massively, because I think a lot of people in business, they turn their hobby into their business and they're really passionate about what it is that they do. But they don't maybe have a grasp of the fundamentals. Um, and the simple number one rule of business is you need to make more money than you spend. And if you don't, then you're not going to last very long, no matter what you do. So mm-hmm. um, I think the banking background definitely gave me a huge advantage. Is that, that number, that that whole, you know, um, idea of like how to spend your money properly is always in the back of your mind. And I think that is quite a good advice for young entrepreneurs as well. Absolutely. But yeah, so... You know, of course, we're talking about, it's a business. We're talking about how to stand out because we've got loads of competitions out there at the moment, especially veganism is a thing. Trending, been like this for the past couple of years, really. So what makes Vegifor stand out as a business, as a uh, place to visit? So a couple of things, really. Um, The first thing, I mean, in in Reading, there aren't really other vegan restaurants. In in other bigger places like London, Manchester, Brighton, there are lots of them. but the one kind of theme throughout all of those is fake meat. They all sell products that attempt to mimic meat or mimic cheese or whatever. Um, we've always been about vegetables. We're not about pushing veganism onto everybody. We're just trying to make people 
have the opportunity to eat more vegetables uh, that are good for them. So uh, not to use a, a cringy strap line, but we like mm-hmm. to make vegetables the star of the show. So we, we, we just use real food to make real food, basically. Um, and we're pretty unique in, in the vegan world for doing that at the minute. Um, the other thing I would say is I feel like we have a little bit of a unique customer base because most of them, um, most of our customers do eat meat um, and they come to us because they like the food. It's as simple as that. But we, I didn't say earlier, we started as a street food business. Um, so we did that for two years before we opened a restaurant and we built a very strong and a very loyal following. And I feel like those people are on the journey with us. You know, the same people that we serve food to from a gazebo four years ago are still coming to the restaurant every week. Um, and they give us the confidence to try new things, really, because we know they're they're up for it. That's actually really good. It's a really good idea. I mean, coming from like, a, I'm a meat eater, like, you know, through and through. Having said that, I'm open to veganism. I think it's a really good idea. It's a good trend. You know, everyone's on it at a moment. So to people like us, is veganism like close to your heart personally? And also, you know, is, there, is it just a growing gap in a market that you sort of like taking advantage of at a moment? Um. It's not about the gap, really. I mean, obviously, the business came about because there was a gap in the market, but that mm-hmm. that gap was identified because I wanted to eat other things that didn't exist um, that I couldn't go and buy, and I felt like they should. But is veganism close to my heart? Yeah, of course it is. I mean, it, it's a way of life. I, I It took me until I was 33 years of age to realize that for example, a cow had to be pregnant to produce milk or mm-hmm. um, I never thought about what would happen to a male uh, chicken when it's born, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it's it, it's about minimizing impact on the world around me, basically. I, I, I couldn't do some of the things necessary to put meat on a plate um, and therefore I don't expect someone else to do it for me. So for that reason, it is personal. That's well said. It's all about being sustainable these days. And in fact, I feel like, you know, the whole society at the moment is just, you know, there are problems created by, you know, previous generations of people. What we're trying to do now is to sort of like fix the problems in order to progress. And I think that's, you know, we've, we've tried a lot of things as, you know, human race. And now that it is the time for us to dial down a little bit instead of innovating, we check out, we go out there, look at things that we haven't done well, we improve. I think that's a really good idea. And again, for entrepreneurs out there, I think that's a... It's what life's all about, too. improvement. Mm-hmm. Moving in the right direction, yeah. Definitely. So what's it like? What's it been like for you finding and owning a business personally, especially, you know, with the whole um, COVID situation at a moment? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been an interesting journey. I think um, one of the very difficult things about finding a business is you never really know when you're doing well. Um, mm-hmm. So... If you come from a more corporate bank background or a more structured job, you have a set of targets, and if you hit them well done, and if you don't hit them not so well done, or yeah, or you're out or something. Exactly, but you know where you stand, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you set up a business on your own, and it's quite it can be quite a lonely place, and you might actually be doing really, really well, but you just don't realise you're doing really well, um, so you beat yourself up a bit about it. So it's I think it's important to have the right network of people, um in order to kind of gauge where you're at and uh, and keep you on the right road. 
Um, so that that's probably been the biggest challenge in truth. But what would be your personal way of sort of like managing all the expectations and managing all the goals? Because, you know, coming from a corporate job, and I could speak for myself as well as a surveyor, we got different um, sets of targets. We got reports, we got benchmarking to do in order to make sure we're hitting the targets. So yeah. what, what would you personally do? You know, especially I think that this is a p- good piece of advice for other entrepreneurs as well. Yeah. In order to not beat themselves up and to tell, tell themselves like you, you're learning every day. Yeah. I think, I think the, the most important thing is to know what it is you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have an idea of how it is you're going to get there. And as long as you can feel comfortable in yourself that you're on that road, then any challenge that's thrown your way is easier to overcome. Things will definitely go wrong. It's not a straight line. Um, it's a very, very zigzag line with a lot of bounces. But as long as you know you're moving in the right direction and that you're doing it in the way you want to and in a manner that's true to yourself, that's that's the most important thing. What was the biggest challenge or biggest challenges in a business at the moment? Because I know I've been told by quite a few friends as well who are trying to set up their own businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been telling me that um, the government is not exactly helping that much, especially for local business. Like, what, 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 what would be your take on that? Um, it's been it's been an interesting couple of years, obviously, mm-hmm. and we've been dealing with some pretty unprecedented circumstances. Um, I think there are some things that the government has done reasonably well. I think there are some things they've done terribly, and and that's the thing about government; they're never going to please everybody, sure. um, all of the time. Um, I won't lie, on the 1st of April, a lot of things change, um, which are going to have a huge impact on, on the hospitality sector in, in particular. So as an example of that, VAT is going to increase um, for hospitality from 12.5% to 20%. So our VAT bill is, is going to go up by more than half effectively. Um, on the same date, business rates relief ends. So businesses' rates bills are going to triple. The, uh, on the same date, the national minimum wage is going to increase and we're not a minimum wage employer, thankfully, so that's not really going to impact us, but it will impact a lot of people. Um, if you do manage to make any profit on that date as well, the corporation tax rate rises. Um, so, I, I, And the biggest cost or the biggest tax that bamboozles me is employer's national insurance, so you're actually taxed to, to create jobs for people. Um, and the outlay on that is going to increase by 10% on the 1st of April as well. So it feels like on that day, a lot of things are going in one direction and, and it's it's not the direction that we want to be going in. Um, it's not all bad news. On the same day, MPs are getting a pay rise of £2,100. So it's not all bad news for everybody, but it is for, for hospitality businesses. It sounds very tough. I feel like, you know, we need another episode to discover, you know, all that we've just discussed at the moment, you know, with the whole VAT, yeah. you know, situation and all the, you know, tax increase and stuff. It's yeah. been, it's been tough. So are you looking at starting another, another business or are you going to, um, expand Veggie Falls, um, at this time then? Yeah. So there are two answers to that question on the Veggie mm-hmm. Falls front. Um, Yes, we'd like to we'd like to open more of them for sure. Um, we saw recent we saw one that we like recently in a good location, um, and then in the same week the government started saying don't leave your house again and more restrictions are mm-hmm. on the way. So that kind of made us nervous as to whether it's the right time to spend that amount of money. 
um, we are doing something else. We're about... Uh, I haven't actually said this to anyone, so this is an exclusive for you good folks Ooh, on B Radio. We're special. <laughs> um, but we're actually soon launching another brand um, in a different place, which I can't go into a lot of detail about at the minute, unfortunately, but it's... Um, is something that will allow us to be a bit more creative and that we're very, very excited about. So that should start mid-March, hopefully. I'll tell you what, I've done some digging yesterday. I oh, was yeah. looking through your Instagram. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say that I was stalking you, all right? Yeah, I was yeah. stalking uh, Fetch Force. I've seen some good stuff. I've seen you, you know, pouring an entire can, an entire pint of Guinness on St. Patrick's Day. Yes, you, know, you did, yeah. You've done some proper good stuff on your yeah. Instagram. So... Any big plans coming up? Any more social media uh, marketing campaigns happening? Um, we, to be honest, during lockdown to entertain ourselves, we started a YouTube channel. Yes. Um, so we stuck we stuck some recipes on there. Probably I don't know, maybe twelve or something. Mm-hmm. And then when the restaurant reopened, we just kind of ran out of time to do it. Mm-hmm. But it was something we really enjoyed doing, and. Uh, is something we feel like people could benefit from if they want to find out more mm-hmm. about vegan food. So that's something we're probably going to try and reignite at some point in the future, yeah. So it, it sounds like doing the whole community a favour because I feel like coming from a corporate mindset, really, towards a more local, a bit more embracing the community kind of attitude, it's, it's quite a shift. So in order to sort of like keep in touch with what you guys are doing at the moment and mm-hmm. of course you guys are doing a great job in terms of social media and also with the recipe because I was looking through the menu as well how should we keep up with you guys yeah we're we're probably most active on Instagram mm-hmm. so uh, our handle on Instagram is we are veggievores we have the same handle on Twitter and on um, YouTube as well so those are those are probably the places to look out for news but any any news we ever post is on Instagram first we're looking forward to that, definitely. That's been fascinating. It's been very insightful as well. And uh, thank, you, thank you so much for speaking to us. Pleasure. Thank you for having me.